On imom.com, we share ideas, insight, and inspiration. We do all that here too, by sharing the best kind of stories, mom stories. We're all at different ages and stages, but one thing we have in common is that we're striving and sometimes struggling to love our children well. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. Fab Four, back together again. I'm Abby with Susan, (laughs) Megan, and Chloe. And this week's story comes from Megan. It's about something that I think all of us can relate to for sure. It's the invisible load of motherhood, which is a phrase I had never even heard until you brought it up, Megan. Well, it was funny because I actually hadn't heard it either. I was with some friends and we were all talking about stuff and we were kind of commiserating over the fact that not only do we all work, but we have all of these outside responsibilities that that have to do with the kids or the house or school or whatever it might be. And one of my friends goes, oh, yeah, it's the invisible load of motherhood, like very matter of factly, like, oh, you never heard of this? And I was like, no, but please explain. And so she was like, you know, it's all the extra things that we just have a running to do list of in our minds that we have to get done to take care of everything and and all these responsibilities. And it kind of got a little bit down the road. And we were talking about how like, men a majority of the time depending on how your responsibilities are set up our husbands are all kind of the same what they do is they wake up help with the kids they go to work and they only focus on work and then they come home and help with the kids their day is very divided and sectioned out whereas us we're all working we're taking the kids to school picking them up feeding them breakfast feeding them lunch you know, dealing with any sort of activities or homeroom mom situations or laundry or picking up the house or, you know, anything that that could be every mom, I feel like has this like running to do list in their mind. And it's called the invisible load because we don't always write everything down. I mean, some people, I guess, do if they're really organized and want a checklist, but it's just all these extra things that really are are invisible but we know we have to get done she's really feeling this what do you think (laughs) (laughs) i feel it too i was thinking about it last night because my husband came home and i was kind of overwhelmed because the kids had been home from school sick three days in a row which again invisible load of motherhood who's workday gets affected by that mine not his because I work from home and so my workday and ultimately hopefully not but my work product because I have two sick kids at home so that's three days that I am behind again um and so that's just another piece of that invisible load and so he was like, well, what can we, how can we divvy up the responsibilities? And I was like, there just really isn't a good way because by nature of my schedule and my job, I take on most of those responsibilities because I work from home. Uh, I want you to know, Megan, that um, not an hour after you mentioned yesterday that one of the boys has pink eye, I got a text saying, by the way, one of the kids at school went home with pink eye. Check your kid. I'm like, no. Because they're all going to have it within 24 hours. Could Megan's kids have given my kids pink eye from Washington, (laughs) D.C.? We live in different states. (laughs) K through Slack. (laughs) I will find a way to blame them. Exactly. See, I can totally relate, um, but I would take it a step further. One time my husband asked me, he's like, hey, before I sit down at the end of the night, is there anything I can do? So like your husband is very helpful. He's very hands on. You've said that a number of times. I know he is. Same thing with mine. But 
even with the most hands-on husband, I don't think they carry the same weight we do. So he's mm-hmm. like, you know, what do you need before I sit down and put my feet up for the night? And I was like, well, this, 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 and this. And it kind of got to the point where I was like, I'm trying to figure out how to get the kids to floss more often. It's like that kind of thing that's always like on our mind. Mm. It's like you're the director. Mm. And that's just the problem. In many cases, the moms are the director. The dad's happy to help, but he's still taking direction. Mm. He's not. Yeah. Dad. Like the other the other night, one of my kids had to have their antibiotics. And he was like, how many milliliters? And I was like, why do I have to tell you how many milliliters? <laughs> like, yes, no, well, twice a day on the bottle, 10 milliliters. I do want to validate you girls in just knowing the Pew Research Organization just came out in January 24th. Um, with a, they do a lot of polling and have a lot of information and mothers are much more likely to be tired and stressed thinking about their children than fathers. Mm. In fact, it's a full 10 to 15% more when they said more likely to be. Mm. So what you're feeling is felt across the country and they've proven it. It's a great article to read um, on Pew Research just came out, but it's for lots of reasons. Cause like we're saying, you're really the director of the situation as the director. You carry that invisible burden. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, it comes in like three different categories that it's a physical weight, meaning like literally healthy. You know, Are they healthy? And, and well, a physical weight of like, Carrying the children, mm. changing diapers, packing lunches, doing laundry. That's like physical work. But then the mental weight that we carry, which is having the mental inventory of all of the household supplies. Like we're almost out of tortilla chips. And I know that this child loves tortilla chips on Taco Tuesday. And so we got to get. So there's that mental weight. Mm. And then there's the emotional burden of, you know, like I have the child who sits alone at lunch. And how do I carry that? And so they cry to you about it yeah, versus your husband. Right. Yeah. So I think that moms just naturally naturally are more in tune with these things. Mm. So even if dad is involved, I still think that mom is more in in the muck of every single day. But isn't this a, the way we're wired mm. as humans? Because I could uh, be holding a child, talking on the phone and, you know, making spaghetti at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Mark just can't you know he he has to be doing one thing at a time it's the way my brain is wired i can do different things so we can't we have that capacity maybe god created us that way mm-hmm. and so we take it on yeah i think so i think that it's a burden that moms gladly carry you know i i as much as we complain about it i do think that i don't want somebody else we're wired to in to, yeah. to, to intuitively sense when they had a bad day right. we see it when they walk in the door right um so, Chloe, not a mom, Chloe, yeah. not a mom yet, Chloe, um, what was the situation in your house? Do you feel like your dad carried some of this or was it mostly mom? My mom did a lot of the traditionally, you know, motherly things, cooking, cleaning, grocery store, all that. My dad was very emotionally involved with us. I think compared to a lot of my friends, my dad was really um, someone me and my brothers could come to. We didn't just feel like we could only go to my mom. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do look back on that. My mom did, especially I look at it now just because, and I don't know what the dynamic's going to be when we do, you know, bring kids into the picture, but Trent, my husband does a lot of the household stuff. He mm-hmm. does a lot of the cooking and he really is more on top of the cleaning. I do more of the finances, things like that. So I don't, I, I wonder what that's going to be like when we have kids. Right. Do you think that, um, Moms, by nature, maybe we worry a little bit more. And so we look for these things to care about where dads are a little bit more black mm-hmm. and white and are like, you know what, if I don't see the, the need, then maybe the need not isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely. And that's what the Pew Research Organization says. We just worry mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Um, again, I think that's uh, how we're wired a little bit more to maybe see that if something does go wrong, it could impact their future. And we want the best future for our children. Like, let's say they sit alone at lunch. How is that impacting their school day? And then they don't like school. And then, you know, right. you're going to be dealing with in two weeks. I don't want to go to school. And every day you're going yeah. to have that battle. So we kind of worry when things are off because we see where they may spiral out. To. And we're looking ahead to the next step yes. of what might be happening. Yeah. So I have a question um, because just thinking about the dynamics before you brought kids into the picture, like I have some friends who, you know, they don't have kids yet, but they're already starting to resent their husbands because they take on <laughs> a lot more, <laughs> no. a lot more of like household work, stuff like that. How do you make sure you don't bring resentment into your marriage when there's, you know, you're carrying that load? I don't know if this answers your question, but I think that one helpful thing to do is look at each other's strengths and know like where one person can carry the load. For example, Mm -hmm. my husband, my husband now and my ex-husband both are very knowledgeable when it comes to medication, medicine. My ex-husband worked in a pharmacy for a while. Mm -hmm. My husband now had two kids with chronic fatal illnesses. Mm -hmm. And so like I just let them carry that. They handle dosage. They handle medicines. And so that's a very specific example. But if your if your husband is really good at something or interested in something, then you let him take that part. It's like delegating is really. I totally agree. Even before we had kids, Mark handled the insurance (laughs) because, again, he's going to fight for those pennies more than I am. I have always paid the bills. I was a finance major. I don't want finance charges. So I paid all the bills. Um, He handled the outside. I handled the inside. So, you know, if we're going to either cut the lawn ourselves or have a lawn guy, that was his responsibility. Everything inside was my responsibility. And mm-hmm. it was just divide and conquer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I think your your question was kind of going in a different direction, though? Like, did that do you feel like that? Yeah, it does. I think I just and maybe just like any communication tips or anything like that. Like, I, I you know, I'd love to hear from you, too, Megan, just with two littles. Like, what's that like? Because I know Hamden's a really involved father. But how do you not let your emotions get the best of you in those situations. Uh, I don't do the best job at that. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, no, I, I am working on it because he had a really good point the other day. He was like, so you're not mad at me. You're frustrated at the circumstances. Mm. And I was like, I had to think about it. And I was like, yeah, actually that's correct because you are super involved and super helpful when you are here. Um, so I am more frustrated at the fact, and I think this is where my friends are coming from too, is like, you know, back in the, I don't know what it would be fifties or sixties, like the women stayed at home, the men went to work. Now women are working and trying to take care of kids. And it's just a lot of responsibility. It's doing two jobs, one person doing two jobs, two full-time jobs. And so that's really difficult. It's just a product of the circumstances and I think our day and age, but I'm really trying to do a better job of communicating to him where he can help and letting go because there's things that I don't want to let him do because I want it done a certain way. That is my problem is it's, it's a control aspect of, okay, well, you're not going to do it how I want it done. So I'm just going to do it myself, Mm -hmm. but then I'm too overwhelmed to take on all this responsibility and need help. So I've tried to a get better at letting him do things and learn things on his own. And then B not taking out that frustration on him when I'm not actually mad at him. I'm just 
frustrated at the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. he does do something, you have to ask yourself, is this good enough? It's not my way, but is mm-hmm. this way enough? Because otherwise... I mean, nobody wants to do a job and then be corrected mm-hmm. talking to myself here. Yeah. Well, I think, I think some, maybe sometimes one spouse doesn't see it either. Like one of my friends, literally one day she wrote down on a list, everything she had to do mm-hmm. just for that day. Um, and really did a mental dump of her invisible load so that her husband could see everything in her brain that she felt like she had to get done that day because I don't, she's, she said she didn't feel like he was quite understanding that. Um, and I've done that too, just so you can see like, this is everything I'm planning to get done today. And it's, it can be as simple as put the kids clothes away or feed them lunch. It takes time. So it was just everything she had to do that day. Yeah. Well, and it grows so much because then it becomes email the teacher mm-hmm. about this and you know, it just yeah. never, yeah. It, it never ends really. Yeah. I will say this. I had a friend and she worked in, she and her sister had a company and they actually had to go to China several times a year for production um, of what they did. And she, her husband would have to take care of their girls while they were away. And she said it was the best thing that ever happened when she had to start doing that because he had to like be more engaged in their, mm. in knowing their schedules and everything. But also uh, uh, something that sometimes women tend to do is, we realize when we do let go and let them do it, they can get it done. Mm. They don't quite do it our way. Mm-hmm. They tend to, and this is, I don't know, maybe this is us. We women, I think, tend to overcomplicate a little bit where the men cut it down. Everything happens. It just doesn't happen with maybe our standard of excellence. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the girl's hair isn't done the right way every day. <laughs> and maybe their lunches don't have exactly what each child wants. They all get the same lunch and they're not happy. But, hey, you got lunch. Um, it's it's interesting. We do kind of maybe overcomplicate our lives a little. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So you know how everybody nowadays there's a lot of like articles that will come out that will be controversial. Or it's like, oh, well, what about this? So here's a question. Do you think there is an invisible load of fatherhood? Like is that the next catch for the next like trendy phrase that'll come out I do think that men carry a lot of pressure you know in in different ways mm-hmm. um whether it's like providing financially or um you know I'm trying to think well you know there's there's so many different ways I'm sure that they take on things I just think they compartmentalize probably better, yeah. whereas women are just constantly thinking about 20,000 things at once. Um, but I don't want to take away from dads and say that, you know, they don't worry about anything and they have no pressure to do anything. Chloe, I think that you do a great job and the marketing team here with, with iMom does a great job of presenting motherhood in like the beautiful way that it is and not mm. following that trend that so many of us see on Instagram nowadays with like, I need wine to get through the day. I'm not saying I don't have a glass of wine at the end of the day occasionally, but that's not how I want. If my kids read my Instagram posts, I don't want them to think I need wine to to (laughs) mother them, you know? Um, So like, there's this trend about moms talking about not liking motherhood and it's kind of like in the spirit of being honest, Yeah. but it, it really comes down to like trashing I the, know. the vocation. There's this really popular TikToker that I saw and I, I sent the video to you, Megan, when it came out, this girl, she just had a baby like maybe a year ago and she's like, I'm so tired of seeing all this negativity about motherhood. I'm going to tell you three reasons motherhood is not as bad as you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. And she just like broke down like 
three really big areas where you see a lot of that negativity around motherhood and it was really special and I am starting to see kind of like the pendulum swing to the other side of like stop telling these women who have not had kids how awful motherhood is because like well and that's not the only way to bond with another mom is by sharing your war stories yes that happens but I mean let's talk about the the victories and the wonderful things support each other and the the hard stuff but I, I my question was go ahead Megan sorry what I was gonna say too is yeah there's tough things but I feel like it's a part of a growth process Mm -hmm. you know when you get married you grow because you are no longer just yourself you're you're with someone forever then when you have kids little people that need you you become more and more selfless and you grow more and more in your patience in your I don't know there's so many there's so many different ways that you grow so yeah there's some tough parts to it but it makes you better in the process Mm. so and not to mention you're blessed with these adorable little things um that love you and you know just look up to you and worship the ground you walk on for the episode adorable (laughs) little things (laughs) i love it yeah well i mean i just think it gets a bad rap because i feel like people are are learning to kind of die to themselves and take and focus all their time and attention on another Mm. human and yeah that's hard because you're becoming more selfless but at the same time what a cool opportunity that you can Mm. yeah i would say you're given a gift yeah i would say if the invisible load is if you're feeling it if it is stealing your joy then reevaluate either you or your husband you can you can talk to your employer and say hey in this season Um, in my career track, I want to keep working, but I would like to go to 30 hours Mm -hmm. or I'd like to go to 25 hours for the next couple of years. And I'm willing to take less money or I'm going to stay 40 hours, but can you put me in a different role? Mm. I'd like to get back on my career track in a few years or your husband. It's, it's, if the load is too much, don't let it steal your joy. Mm -hmm. Be proactive, change your change the load a little bit yeah which really does emphasize the point of what you're saying like we're doing too much mm-hmm. like there's got to be you know you have to make sacrifices in yeah. some, yes. some way you does can't homeschool mean, and right yeah work and it hours. doesn't mean you can't get back to where like you know if you if you feel called mm-hmm. to a vocation and you know that you need to progress it's okay to step back for a couple years till your kids are in school full-time or to whatever you need to have a balanced lifestyle so that you don't feel that it's a load. You feel that it's a joy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. Well, to wrap up, I want to share some kind of practical tips for how to lighten the load, uh, the invisible load of motherhood. One of them is to automate what you can. And this is like one of my favorite things, but some people, you know, auto ship things. Another thing, I'll always make the kids dentist appointments right when we leave the dentist. You know, I'm like, all right, what's happening in six months? And we put it on the calendar. It just makes it where there's not this thing hanging over you. Um, Everybody in the house knows that you can tell A-L-E-X-A, what to add to the grocery list. It doesn't mean you're getting it, but it will go on the list. Um, Give your husband some control. Another tip that I read was announce what you do, which might sound a little weird, but like you can calmly say, you know, I can't watch this show with you until the laundry is done or until the dishes are put away so that you're letting everybody know you're not bitter, you're not angry, but you're like, here's what I'm doing. And here's the things that have to happen before you can have quality time with Mm. me. Um, and then don't procrastinate. You know, if there's something you can get done in two minutes, 
do it. Mm. I would say too, you know, we have a chore chart and I had five kids and that chore chart rotated weekly. Mm -hmm. And there is no reason as a mom, if you have children over the age of seven, that you should be doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you cooked it, they can clean up. And having your husband supervise over that is another thing. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you get up as a mom and you leave and you go do something else and let dad supervise them doing the dishes and make it official so that every week everybody knows who's taking out the garbage and who's doing those things. Mm -hmm. It really, really does take little things off and it makes them a contributor to the family. That's good. I have a little um, plaque in the the kitchen that's a, it says verse of the day. I don't change it out daily, but it has a little clip and so you put a note card in it and currently it's cast your burdens on the Lord because he cares about you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like these are the things that I'm carrying and you care about them God so I need you to to lighten this for me and that Mm -hmm. is helpful too it's just I knew a mom who had a shelf in her fridge for each child and she would put their buy this stuff and they had to pack their own lunch and Mm -hmm. these are your choices Mm -hmm. right here on Mm -hmm. your shelf and it has to be balanced but this is you know everybody was responsible for it's good so how do you feel the invisible load of motherhood in the stage you're in you can email us the link in the show notes i'm also going to link to an article about the invisible load of motherhood and that's where you can find a chore chart and there's also lots of really good chore charts um, printables on imom.com some for couples some for little kids some for teenagers and they're all just really cute too so you're going to want to hang them on the fridge for sure you can also leave a comment under this episode's post on Instagram or imom.com if you're not already following us. And like I said to Chloe, I think everything on our Instagram feed is really encouraging and just going to make you feel good about where you are in motherhood. So make sure you check it out, um, imom.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.